With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Attention all Challenge fans. There is a ton of great Challenge merchandise at the Paramount Shop. We're talking t-shirts, yoga mats, workout gear, and more. Whether it's an official Challenge t-shirt for the gym or a hoodie to wear while you watch the latest season, shop everything The Challenge at ParamountShop.com and take 20% off with code CHALLENGE20. That's 20% off at checkout on all Challenge products with code CHALLENGE20 at ParamountShop.com. Ho, 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 everyone. I'm Devin Simone. And I am Devon Rogers. And this is MTV's official Challenge Clearly Christmas podcast. <laughs> yes, it is. It's the holiday season day, and I am so excited. Very excited. Excited for this episode. Excited to chat with you about it. We were supposed to have Callum on, but maybe he's busy with his other girlfriend or something. I don't Uh-oh. know. But either way, it's just us today. I like that. I like just us. Double D so he can see his way out. <laughs> There's some D's on that, right? Hey. I know, right? I know. You already know it's going to be a hot mess of a podcast, but in the best way possible. So I hope you have your snacks and you're ready to go. It's happening. We're going to do a deep dive into this week's episode because a lot happened. Baby! Oh, we had such a good episode. That was an amazing episode. Oh, my goodness. Let's start at the beginning. So it seemed yes. sort of sweet, except for as a viewer, it's not that sweet because we know that Callum is trifling. Right. Like we know it. Like we've already seen it. Just literally trifling. But Michelle doesn't know. You know what's interesting, Day, is that like of the guests we've had on who've, you know, spoken about Michelle and just as we see her gameplay. Right. She seems to be kind of a queen bee in the house, right? Or like a leader. People listen to her. People don't want to double cross her. And yet this kid right here. Right under her nose. Just, just <laughs> double, cr- triple, quadruple crossing. And we only saw one call he made to his girlfriend. I'm willing to bet that he made multiple calls because you know they get a call every week, right? right. So I'm willing to bet. And he hit her with a I love you. So somebody yes. I love, I'm calling pretty often. Yes. Pretty often. But see, everybody we've had so far on the podcast said they genuinely, and I believe them genuinely did not know Callum, which is also crazy because to keep that secret in, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't. And I mean, you can clearly see that Michelle is falling for him. Very She planned a date for him on the challenge. That is like, (laughs) that's really doing the absolute most with the cherry on top. And was there nothing in him that would say, you know what, let me just let this girl know, like... Like you, nothing? You felt nothing? Nothing. We need to talk to Michelle about her choices. Well. Because I, I mean, because I'd be willing to bet not always the case, but like, I'd be willing to bet there was some telltale signs. Not maybe not that he had a girlfriend, but certainly that he oh, was f boy material. You know what I mean? She said he checks every box. So if he checks, girl, you need to add some more red boxes, boxes to your list. It's the red right. flag boxes, girl. It's the red flag boxes. <laughs> right. What box? You need to change up the boxes you have on that list or something. Yeah, which I is agree. Wild. I agree. Do you? It was still really sweet to see. It was sweet to see that vulnerable side of Michelle. Yeah. And okay. Also, this weird thing. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's too many Disney movies as a kid or something. I don't Here know. There is a part of me. I understand they're just friends, so people don't come at me. I understand. But feel free to DM me if you agree. I, a part of me, like, wants Michelle. And Jay. Uh-huh. Girl! Yes. 
this. I feel like it's right under their nose. Like, I'm just like, you guys, are you sure there's nothing there? Because I don't know. I just, I feel like there's such a love between them and not necessarily romantic, but there just is this like, they They get each other. they? They like, I don't remember, but. I think they did date. I don't support spinning the block usually, but in this case, <laughs> you know, it might it might be worth a thought. I don't know. I'm just yes. Uh, but do you think that Callum is like sure he of course he's attracted to Michelle, but do you think part of him is doing this because he's politicking? Okay, or using so her as protection. Yeah, I I. I think it may have started out that way, but I think he eventually started to develop something. I don't know how to classify that something, but he started to develop something for her. But I definitely believe it started out that way for sure. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I do. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Cause I feel like we got whiplash. I feel like she was (laughs) pledging her love to him by, you know, episode one and a half. So I don't know. I just feel like it happened very quickly. Um, so I don't even know, but, I mean, I definitely do think he actually likes her. I will say this. Yeah. I think he's caught up in it. I think he actually likes her. And obviously she really cares about him. I just am like flabbergasted that you have a whole girlfriend who you're telling I love you to Ooh. while you're cupcaking with this other girl on not just national, like international television. And she's like, going to see it. Yeah. I love like, you is going to see it. Yeah. And, well, and Michelle's going to see I love you. Like, yeah. 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 Yep. But just, just, you know what? I can't. I hope he's somewhere sitting in a corner thinking about what he's done. Probably not. And I hope this is just a lesson is if it smells like an F boy, if it walks (laughs) like an F boy, if it talks like an F boy, (laughs) it probably is an F boy. It probably is. Do you Um, think he's going through the situation like Mariah, like, oh, I just, I don't want to hurt anybody. No, because at least that battle. Oh, that reminds me, girl. We got to talk about that. Oh, Oh, Lord. Lord. We got to talk. We've got to, they're just, uh, we thank you for my, (laughs) we just got to address it for a minute. It looks like we're going to see more of that. But first to answer your question about Callum. No, the difference between Mariah and Callum is at least Mariah is showing some form of cognitive dissonance a little like internal struggle right like she's like ah i feel bad even if bananas is politicking over on house of villains and making out with corinne also also not only is that happening i mean bananas is in the in the streets now he was headlines holding hands with Lindsay from summer house on her wedding day in the west village does she not know who banana girl fun although actually they both might be a complimentary level of toxic. Here we go. I don't know. That's <laughs> that's a separate. That's a separate thing. That's a separate thing. Um, they both might be a complimentary level of toxic. Or maybe he's trying to send a message to Mariah because he got like, I feel that Bananas very rarely gets played publicly. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like he's mm-hmm. known for breaking hearts, being a terrible boyfriend, lo- you know, in the long term. Good boyfriend mm-hmm. in the beginning, but then, you know, Molly's ends up doing something. Um, and... I feel like Mariah's probably one of the first times that like really publicly uh, someone's gotten over you know what I mean? Like so he's like, gotten I have played. to protect myself. Yeah. So I wonder if a part of this is kinda like, you know, puff my chest a little bit. Uh or Johnny yeah. could just be being Johnny. I mean, that too, but Anyway, you know, I just... <laughs> uh, so now back to this week's episode. Um, yeah, while Callum's working his angles with Michelle, 
and his lies, really. Uh, the challenge right. they had to do this week is called Working the Angles. Heights above and water. Dave, can you tell us a little bit about your thoughts on this challenge? I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan at all. I hate Heights Above Water. <laughs> I can't stand it. <laughs> it at all but i thought it was really really cool that everyone got to you know an opportunity to show what they can do like even with down to burna this was her field this was her thing she does this right she like Mm -hmm. uh, what is it called trapeze that's what she do right and so this was a great thing me personally if i were in this challenge i definitely would have picked to be the person to call out the colors i would have been that person like crawling across and trying to like climb up and down on the um the triangle that would not have been me at all yeah (laughs) I would have called out Berna's clappers because right. they looked great <laughs> up there. They really did. She was she was killing it. And I love that she was like, oh, I don't even feel them anymore. Said, you know, thing. my cheeks usually eat my shorts. Like, I don't know. I don't. She looked great. Like, yeah, power to you, girl. Appreciate all of it. I feel like I need to go do some squats or something. something. Uh, especially after Thanksgiving. Lord, some sit up, something. I don't know. Deep breaths. I need to do something. But she looked great up there. Yes. Uh, to me, that was automatically a win. Yeah. So props to you. And also, look at Berna's come a long, a long way, way since she was really struggling. Yeah. You know, the first, you know, she doesn't seem to be making as many people mad. I agree. Which is good. Did you see how which Jay is... was climbing up and down that? Like, he, I mean, this was his habitat. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. The way he was climbing mm-hmm. up and down that pyramid was insane. But at the end of the day, Horacio, Kylan, and Big T, my girl, Big T, yes, pulled Big out T. the wind. I'm glad she can breathe. For once. Yes, I know she deserves it. (laughs) Like, they're really just coming after her. And can I, this goes to, there have been people who've said in past seasons, right, they get really frustrated usually when there's a lot of vets and rookies in the house Mm -hmm. because oftentimes they felt like, although I don't feel like USA 2 was this way, which is one of the reasons why it was probably one of my favorite seasons, Mm -hmm. but... um, where it becomes that like usually the vets sort of take up take control and then there's like a consistent target right like where they right. keep going after a person keep going after a person right and actually as i say it it did sort of happen last season with chris and usa too but mm-hmm. in general um people get mad but this is just proof that that's not just a vet thing right like that's just a house thing because they're coming after big t's one of the more senior players here yet right. she happens to be the one that is now being consistently targeted yeah pretty much well they said that week. they said she had the most number of shows so get her out of mm-hmm. here so mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's like the reverse they flipped it on them yeah exactly so yeah so Horacio Kylan and Big T win yes and then we see Horacio struggling to decide on deciding on who to throw in baby make pick a pick make a choice okay mm-hmm. like I want to see him start speaking up I want to see him start standing in it my first introduction to him i thought he Mm -hmm. was like rookie of the year so i figured when he came back he was coming back like hey like this is my show like i'm here to claim what's mine and he's kind of like crawling into the corner waiting for other people to make decisions i want to see him speak up more for sure yeah it's really interesting i wonder because he does come across as such a leader and yes he was so kick-ass on his first season that it's like where does this indecisiveness whether it's shyness you know like what where is this you think it might be strategy no but then no because how he stepped out on big t so yeah right right that's also the thing that doesn't make sense you had like you had the audacity to be loud yeah for the big t thing but now all of a sudden unless do you think that when he did say Big T and he thought he was being all big and brave, he got some flack for that in the house? And oh, so for then sure. he sort of oh, uh, for sure. 
start second guessing because yeah in the very early episodes he was like oh I'm gonna stick to my vote because I'm not a sheep and blah 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 right and now all I'm hearing is bad 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 yeah so not bad <laughs> bad <laughs> so <laughs> I don't understand um curious to you all all of our challenge podcast fam what you guys think the strategy behind it seems like he's having a midlife crisis or like a mid challenge crisis but i don't understand like not like literally midlife but like a midlife challenge crisis of where he can't what do, make I, do? These decisions. What do i do yeah and i wonder or do you think he's know. just trying to keep his hands clean at this point yeah like he thinks yeah because he, he got big mm -hmm. t blood on him already so maybe he's right. just like, you know what? Let maybe me he's see. trying to like keep his hands clean. I maybe don't know. So. But it's definitely becoming more apparent. I mean, we knew that Olivia was kind of the mouthpiece for that team back in Ride or Dies. Right. But I feel like if it wasn't obvious then, this season is definitely making that very obvious. Oh, yeah, for sure. Also, for sure. it seems like they're setting up. So remember we had Nerese on, right? And right. she was talking about the fallout with Olivia and like alluded that on the surface, it's not about her dating Horacio, right? Like right, the fallout right. isn't over that, even though I suspect there's like a hint of that underlying. Um, I feel like this episode, they were kind of setting up the potential fallout because they kept giving the narrative of Horacio didn't have a voice when he was playing yeah. last time. Horacio yeah. didn't have a voice. Horacio didn't have a voice. Yeah. Dude, go get some cough spray, a lozenge, something. I don't know, but figure out how to use it. But I felt like without saying Olivia's name, they were sort of pinning it on Olivia because obviously yeah. they were partners. And so yeah. I wonder if that's going to be the pivot or a part of the blow up in some way. I don't know. I just felt like they kept bringing that up a lot today mm. we're definitely we're gonna have to figure out what's going on there but unfortunately Horacio does find his voice just enough to say Emmanuel as oh. the vote I think that was the safe vote for him I think he felt mm -hmm. safe doing that because I think he thought he didn't know Emmanuel had as many connections as Emmanuel has so right. that just shows like oh baby you out of the loop you might want to have a conversation with Narice because you you out the loop baby yeah, Emmanuel <laughs> knows how to make connections. If you don't right. believe me, go look at my Twitter and you can see the pinned video is actually from an Aftermath episode we did where Tori and Emmanuel snuck into the bathroom to hook up and they forgot oh, that Lord. there were hidden cameras that caught it. <laughs> it is still pinned to the top of my profile. Uh, so uh, yes, Emmanuel definitely knows how to charm and connect. All right, we have to take a quick break because Devin and I clearly have all the tea, okay? <laughs> so we'll be right back after this. Attention all challenge fans. There is a ton of great challenge merchandise at the Paramount shop. We're talking t-shirts, yoga mats, workout gear, and more. Whether it's an official challenge t-shirt for the gym or a hoodie to wear while you watch the latest season, shop everything the challenge at paramountshop.com and take 20% off with code challenge 20. That's 20% off at checkout on all challenge products with code challenge 20 at paramountshop.com. So now let's get into these nominations because I <laughs> like what in the pure Twilight evil, zone. what <laughs> in the, why the hell are you so mean? What in the mean girls part two was happening with Corey in these nominations? I have no idea. I have no idea. 
dear. It was it was mean. It was angry. It was just like, ugh. It was cringy. It was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You, you're doing all of this to throw Melissa and Big T under the bus to make yourself appear to be whatever in front of your alliance that you think you have just for your alliance members to turn around, Michelle, look you in the face and say, yeah, I'm still going to say your name. Well, because it didn't make him look good. Like as he was doing it and I was making like, Corey's going to be the reason my Botox wears off early. Here we go. And because the amount of like faces I was making just in shock and disbelief and frustration, yeah. I 100% know I'm going to send him the bill the next time I have to go to Dr. B. Because <laughs> he's going to definitely make it wear off fast. Because, so he, like, the idea of, okay, I'm going to come clean. Fine. If you want to come clean, fine. Whatever. And then the idea of I'm going to try and prove my loyalty to my alliance. Like, okay, fine. But I feel like this is one of the things could have been an email. Or yeah. in this case, it could have been a private chat that you guys had not at deliberation in front of the whole house. Right. But then to so meanly. Yeah, I agree. Go after Big T and Melissa, not just like, hey, guys, you know what? Sorry, I was doing double duty. I was pulling a raven and sharing information. I shouldn't have been like, blah, blah, blah. Cool. But for him to just be so mean and so callous is just. It's too much. I'm in shock. It's yeah. too much. And it's like, and it's, I, what was the reason? What, what was yeah. the reason? Because it didn't work in your favor. So what it did. It reason? just made you look like an evil person. So if you I were agree. on my alliance and you did that, if Dave, if you pulled some stuff, we're in the house and you come and you're like backed into a corner, and then you're like, I was, <laughs> I've been you know, lying to you, lying David. to Callan and Michelle. <laughs> you know, you know better to lie than me. I've been but if lying you were like, you. I was, I was taking advantage of <laughs> Callan and Michelle this whole time, I'd be like, well, good on you for Callan. No, I'm kidding. But I'd be, and you were like, but I don't even care about them. Da da da. I would just look at you and be like, wow, she ha yeah, she lacks empathy, which then makes me question her, period. Yeah, yeah. My mama always said, be careful of a dog who bring you a bone because it also means they'll carry one. They'll carry one, too. And so yep. basically that is older black mama speak for. Yep. If someone can be really shady, if someone's being really shady, talking to you about someone else, be mm -hmm. careful because they probably are doing that about you about or like they you. probably will do that same thing to you. Yep. And so I would just look at that and be like, well, if he can be that mean and heartless to two people who otherwise, Melissa has anger problems clearly, but otherwise are like decent people. You know, they're not like evil. They're not the villains. Right. Right. If he can do that to them, then he can do that to anybody. Yeah. So but you saw it, it in his face. He felt bad. He tried to create a facade, but you could see it. Like I told you, he does this thing with his eyes where where he's in like mean uh guy mode, but then his mm -hmm. eyes start to twitch. Like 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 the, the, the innocent. Eyes. Yeah, like the innocent is trying to come out, but he's trying to like blink his eye to keep it in there. So <laughs> Well, his body language just stonewalls anytime he does it. Shoot, like you'll literally see him sit sit back and almost like stiffen up when he feels like he's being challenged or backed into a corner. And it's just crazy to me because I've spent it's very limited time, but I've met Corey in person twice. So mm -hmm. once on the aftermath, the same season where we have the clip of Emmanuel and Tori hooking up that's mm -hmm. pinned to my Twitter, and then <laughs> um, once uh, in LA when we were doing a challenge fitness thing with Rachel. Mm -hmm. And so we were all staying at the same hotel, had drinks with him. It was fun. He was great. Like, so cool. Great. I was like, oh, so fun. Exchanged numbers. We've, like, had DM'd since then, all that. And so watching this, I'm just like, who is this person? Right. Like, who is this person? Because the Corey 
I knew is wonderful, is like really a lovely person. Right. Um, I feel like he's really wanting to fit in. I feel like it's, take it back to like Mean Girls or high school. Yes, mm-hmm. he's literally Katie from Mean Girls. Okay. Where he betrays Janice, okay? Big T is Janice. Where he betrays Janice because he's trying to fit in with the plastics, mm-hmm. okay? Which would be Michelle and Jay. No shade to Michelle and Jay in this, but we just have to give examples. <laughs> so he's trying to fit in with the plastics. So he betrays his like besties, but doesn't feel good because ultimately he's still seeing as like he's not fit in, which is right was proven when Michelle still was like, yeah, but I'm going to vote for you. Right. I think the theme of this season is freaking terrible, terrible politicking at deliberation. Oh, for Just sure. Trash. Oh, for sure. You guys are terrible at this. Just awful. Yeah, this is definitely the season like of talking too much. Just the, it's Chauncey P. Jordan set the tone (laughs) and it has just been bad since. I don't think we've seen a single person speak up in deliberation and us go, that was good. Now, James spoke up and managed not to get voted in, but he still sounded dumb. (laughs) I don't, I don't know. They need a politic coach. And this is before chaos came in. Now, I understand chaos makes it harder because now you're putting yourself out there. You're doing all this politicking and it may not even count. Right. Right. Like we don't know what's on the third. Well, we did until this episode. We'll get to it. But we didn't know what was on the third paddle. Right. So. So deliberation, I feel like is too open. I would have private Mm -hmm. conversations with everybody before then. And then once Mm -hmm. we got there, I would be like, you know, I had my conversations with everyone. So whatever happens today happens today. And I would just let them vote. But I would have private conversations with everyone before the deliberation. It's just too open. It's too open for me. It's way too open for me. Yeah. I agree. I also feel like the minute you speak up in a weird way, it automatically makes you an easier target. For sure. Kind of. It literally just also draws attention to you. It's like when you're in class and you didn't finish the assignment. You don't (laughs) want the teacher to really realize you're there. You're not going to raise your hand and ask a question like, where do I put my name on the paper? Shut up. Right. (laughs) Sit down. Uh, And all of them keep trying to get ahead of it. But when you do have the individual talks, don't do it a la Big T and Melissa because they are terrible no, at that part. No, let's not do that like they, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like when they go to Ed and they're like, okay, yeah, Ed, you're going to work with us. And they were like, it's like, yeah, okay. And then in confessional, it's like, absolutely not. Definitely absolutely not. not. That is not how any of this works. Like, definitely not. Yeah. And I love how each time, may we all have the optimism as we move through the rest of 2023 and into 2024. Here we go. May we all have the optimism and delusion that Big T and <laughs> Melissa have in their ability to make last minute alliances that are actually going to save them because they really are delusional about that. And, you know, I appreciate, may we all have a little bit of Delulu. They stand uh, strong on it. That's the, that's the they point. Really if do. you don't go into delusional land, go all the way. <laughs> go all the way in and shut the door. Just shut, keep the heat inside. Go all the way in. And they really do because each time they think, that they've managed to make it happen. And each time, <laughs> it, it does not. Uh, all right. So now we get into the arena. We are there. The Ooh. orange is finally less distracting for me oh, in the Lord. uniforms. It's finally less. It's being covered a lot by the it. blue. The blue is overshadowing the orange a lot. Thank you. That's good. <laughs> uh, look, I like orange, but uh, yeah. You know, maybe they were just feeling the fall season spirit. I don't know. Um, so so we're now in the arena and the mercenary that we have coming in is one of the biggest smack talkers. I feel like I know 
He also has a great name. His name is Devin Walker. When I saw Devin walking in, I was like, oh, here we go. Because I know mm-hmm. he's coming in with a point to prove. He and Tori are currently the reigning champions, right? Right. And so he, let's talk about that too. Because there's this debate going on on social media right now, right? Ooh, tell us about the streets. There's the, the, in, the, in, the in the Twitterville streets, there's this debate going on as to whether the reigning champions are still Tori mm-hmm. and Devin or is it now uh, Desi? Is it Desi? Desi? Who's the reigning champion? I think it's different. I'd say both because Desi and Chris are the champions of the USA edition, though. Ah. I just feel like it's a little different. I think Desi and Chris are, it's like, it would be like Miss America and Miss USA. They both are reigning. It's just two different divisions. Yeah, okay. I can see that. Both beauty pageants, but two different divisions. You I know what I that. mean? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's I think it's two different things. So no, Tori's still she's still our champ. Yeah. <laughs> so so if that makes people are like, what does that mean? So Miss America, <laughs> Miss USA, both beauty pageants, they're owned by different companies, therefore they are two seen as two different things. This is coming from a poor river pageant girl. Uh one person can be Miss America, one person can be Miss USA. They're actually never the same person, but they hold the titles around the same time. Ask right. Miss Kenya Moore. Um, do not mess up her title. <laughs> do not yes, mess don't mess up. up title. Don't mess up Kenya Moore. Um okay, so now we see Devin walk in and and of course, now if you guys watched previously when they had a draw and Devin was on, you know that Devin always like pulled <laughs> the like blank one or like always pulled sort of like the random. So this is back when they had swords yeah. and he always pulled the random one. It became kind of like a running theme and thing. And sure enough, Devin Walker is the first one to choose the chaos paddle, right? Oh, it's yeah. blank. Now you and I had theories right. of what that meant. So right. my theory was that it meant that he got to pick or whomever, whatever, you know, mercenary, got to pick between the two contenders down there who they wanted to go against. Because right. I was like, the rest of the cast isn't going to be dressed in their orange and blue uniforms. <laughs> so, like, they're not going to be geared up to come down there. That was my theory. What yeah. was your theory, Day? My theory was that the mercenary would be able to pick anybody who wasn't safe. They would be able to pick anybody who wasn't safe. And the reason I say this is because there were times on my seasons where people allegedly were off limits, you know, except unless Mm. you won, you were safe, but everybody else was off limits, but they still told us, "Eh, go ahead and pack your uh, uniform in your uh, bag Mm. and bring your uniform in your bag. So my thinking is they still had Mm -hmm. to bring their uniforms, even though they got to wear regular clothes. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Because see, on my seasons, we didn't... If we if we were in the draw, because we were it was a much bigger draw, right? Like it got smaller and smaller as the season went on, but at one point, like half the cast was in the draw. Right. And so if you were in the draw, you had to wear your uniform. But if yeah. you weren't in the draw, like even if you didn't win, but you just weren't in the draw, you didn't have you didn't have to bring your uniform, you didn't have to pack it or anything. So it meant those people were just realistically off limits. But yeah. what you're saying makes sense, and obviously you were right and I was wrong. So Chaos. Devin chooses chaos because that's what Devins do. Uh, I'm kidding. This Devin does not. She likes peace and happiness and, and joy love. and love and all the things. I really do. I like peace. I like being in bed at a decent hour, online shopping and lots of ice cream. That makes me happy. Um, and snuggles with my dog. Um, so Devin chooses chaos. Who did you expect him to pick? You know, he made a statement and said he didn't want to pick anyone that he knew. 
And so mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, like, I, I know Devin is a very well-known person, but then I had to check mm-hmm. myself. That means people know him, not necessarily that he knows them. Right. And so I was like, I have no idea who he would choose. Absolutely no clue who he would pick. I have no idea. None. Yeah. I thought it was interesting, too, that automatic, I don't want to pick someone I know, because I also feel like this is an opportunity to get back at someone. Oh, yeah. That you know that you don't necessarily like. Yeah. So, like, I thought that was an interesting immediate take on that yeah um and then okay so then we see michelle speak up right and be like (laughs) not him about callum and we see mariah say not him about james (laughs) and then devin who uh, michelle is like is one of my best friends outside of the house again she says that about 92 percent of people oh man on this show i swear she does i think we're I her best friends does. too i think i, think, I so. think so i'll accept it but michelle <laughs> next time you consider dates from the challenge house call me girl let's talk about it first we'll go through the signs and just make sure it's cool um but he then proceeds to pick callum but before we get that can we talk about how he peeped Mariah and James's body language. I mean, pulled it out the hat mm-hmm. immediately. Mm-hmm. Immediately. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Because even though, you know, him and Johnny have whatever they have, I do believe to some degree they are friends. And They're so cool. I think he's going to 100% run this information back. I think he's the one because, so word on the street is. Here we go. He found out that Mariah and James had a thing going on. And I'm willing to bet just in seeing how quickly Devin peeped it, I think Devin was the one who probably shared that information. I would have. Yeah, yeah. Especially because he doesn't know James, right? So yeah. I imagine, look, you know, he their history or not, like, yeah, like, yeah. I feel like once you become a part of this challenge family, it really is a weird family. Right. Like, even with people you don't like, there really is this weird sort of camaraderie, connection-y thing that ties yeah. us. Like, I and can talk about you've them, done... but you can't talk about this. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. right. And especially when you've done multiple seasons together, yeah. there becomes that. And so I, I would have done the same thing. And yeah. I think, you know, I think he's the one that told. And it was just interesting that he sized that up so quickly. It was also interesting so that he literally quickly. picked the one person that Michelle said, don't pick. <laughs> the best friend. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Her face, she was hot as fish grease. She was mad. <laughs> she was. She was like, why? Why would you do this? And he was like, oops, my bad. Um, so now when he's doing this, I remember texting you being like, Devin better win this if right. Devin doesn't win. Especially because what happened with Kaz, I feel like you never know. Yeah. Like, I just was like, I need yeah. Devin to yeah. knock this out of the park and then he starts dropping them right away i was really worried i was just <laughs> like oh god please gate. don't let us have a repeat but this of is last where week. callum messed up to me because he kicked his he kicked devin's piece i would have mm-hmm. buried it under my stuff i'd have buried it i'd have buried yeah, his piece would've. under my stuff like okay you're always gonna be off because i would have been 100 i would have took it and buried it but him yeah. to just kick it off to the side i was like no baby bury it get it out but of see, the I way feel like that's more veteran thinking mentality Right. Like that's what you're thinking of is more in line. It's also just mean day, but it's more better in thinking mentality (laughs) than the rookie stuff, which I feel like we see a lot of because, you know, I'm sure you've seen word on the streets about the whole Jordan and Kieran thing. Right. And like elimination and like, look, sometimes stuff happens. But I think the thing that's consistently different with the veterans is the veterans are prepared for like. Stuff, stuff to, to happen, wrong. if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah, like stuff to whether it's stuff breaks and whether it's 
you know, whatever, like they're, they're just, and they kind of learn to adapt and flow with that. Right. When you do enough chat, you realize that that just happens sometimes. Like it's life. Like yeah. it just, it's not like, you know, your car's extended warranty. Like they're tested <laughs> out a few times, but sometimes things happen and, and veterans are usually more prepared for that mentally yeah. than rookies who either expect it to work flawlessly every time and yeah. it doesn't, yeah. or who, you know, get thrown off when there is kind of like a shift or something yeah. um, changing. Yeah. But anyway, so Devin pulls out a win and Callum is going home to his girlfriend. Somebody. Uh, <laughs> how did you feel? Were you happy that he, that Callum was sent home? No, I actually wanted to see more of Callum. Honestly, I wanted to see really? more. Yeah, I did. I wanted to see more because I wanted to see where Why? the story of him and Michelle, I wanted to see where it was going to go. I really wanted to see where it was going to go. Was she going to find out? Mm -hmm. Was she going to get like, I wanted to see where this situation was going to go. However, mm -hmm. I do believe with him out of the game, Michelle will be more focused. And so that's, that's going to be interesting to see. That'll be so, good. but yeah, I definitely wanted to see more of him. Um, definitely proud of Devin, but some, they keep losing money. Like, right. <laughs> ten, right. Another 10,000. Gone. It's, they it's keep gone. losing money. And I think everyone's shocked because Callum, in his mind, was sleeping good, probably in Michelle's bed, right. but was sleeping good, like, had no idea he would be in for an elimination. And I feel like that's, like, probably the worst blind side of it all, right? Oh, yeah. Like, you just, you really think, I'm safe, right. I'm good, life's great, and then all of a sudden... And it's know, not even by the house. You get blindsided yeah. by an outsider. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. 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 Like that is, that is, it was just, it was a lot. So they lost the money. Um, then Devin says he regrets doing it against Callum. He should have done it against James, which is funny. It would have been interesting to see. Who yeah. do you think would have won that one? Devin um, or James? I think Devin still would have won. I think yeah. Devin still would have won. Yeah. yeah I think, I, I think so. a good matchup in that particular game probably would have mm -hmm. been Devin and Jay or Devin and Kylan. Those would have been Devin and Kylan would have yeah. been really interesting. Yeah. That would have been really one, interesting. Yeah, for sure. Y'all know we have more coming. We have to take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. Attention all challenge fans. There is a ton of great challenge merchandise at the Paramount shop. We're talking t-shirts, yoga mats, workout gear, and more. Whether it's an official challenge t-shirt for the gym or a hoodie to wear while you watch the latest season, shop everything the challenge at ParamountShop.com and take 20% off with code CHALLENGE20. That's 20% off at checkout on all challenge products with code CHALLENGE20 at ParamountShop.com. It was a great episode. Okay, so let's, now that we've talked about what's happening, we've done a breakdown of this week. Now let's get into our gold star and timeouts, shall right. we? Right. My gold star contenders, it's really a tie between Berna's cheeks because <laughs> Berna just was working at the fact she was like, I don't care. Like this is, I was, I was go-go day or break dancer. And like, I was expecting her to do some moves up there. Now she was putting the puzzle pieces upside down, but it's fine because she looked, you know, she was killing it. So, she you know, great doing it. yeah, you gotta let things slide. Uh, so that's a contender. And then big T and her imaginary Alliance are <laughs> most certainly, um, a contender. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I'd have to say, mm, I'm going to give Michelle a gold star contender. And here's why. Mm -hmm. I just feel maybe it's a pity gold star contender, but I just go. feel it was sweet that she did the date. That was cute. She really is approaching this in a way that like you generally should. Now the one mistake is she met someone in the challenge house, but outside of that, like <laughs> that, you know, she's, 
she's doing her due diligence or trying. So I'm going to give her the gold star contender. But my winner ultimately is going to go to Big T and her imaginary lines. Also, <laughs> they kicked butt, you know, which is great. Yeah, she uh, did. But, really good. but just... Yeah, her gameplay is entertaining. Who gets your gold star this week? My gold star, it caught me off guard because I, you know, did not think I was going to give this person my gold star until they said this. But my gold star goes to Emmanuel for when he was talking about his mom and then uh. he was smiling so big and he said, I'm here to retire my mom. That did it for me. Like, I don't really know. Why, that did it for me. Anybody who come in, they playing, like, just his whole story overall about his mother and how he feels yeah. about her. I love when I see a man express how they feel about their mom. Because I'm a firm believer, how you treat your mom is how you're going to treat your, your lady. So I, 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 I think Fair. that's I think that's beautiful. Yeah, so he gets my gold star for this episode. I mean, with inflation, I don't know about the retirement part, but I appreciate the sentiment. <laughs> I really do. I really it's I the do. Thought. I it's the thought. And not only just inflation, with their rate of gameplay, because they just be losing money sometimes. Like, I just... At that point, she's going to pick up a side hustle, but still, like, I appreciate Mamo the sentiment very, very much so. Um, My uh, timeout contenders, you know what? Oh, I also have to shout out, by the way, Jay calling Emmanuel Dracula. That was hilarious (laughs) when he was like. <laughs> he was like, you you angered Dracula. Um, now, usually I would give nominees for my timeout, but this time I'm not even going to waste your time with this. It's Corey. Obviously, Corey <laughs> needs to not just sit down. He needs to lay down just at this point, lay down. I love what Melissa said, which is like, look, even if it's a game, even if you know you don't like certain people or do whatever, everyone in that house is still a human being, period. Right. Full stop. Everyone is still a human. Everyone has still gone through things. Everyone still has feelings. And there's no reason to rub it into that degree, especially when they do the same way when Melissa and Big T were trying to solicit Ed to be on their, whatchamacallit, their their imaginary lines. And Ed was like, yeah, cool. I'm like hearing him out. And then he's like, no, I'm not going to really do it. But he wasn't mean to them, right? Like he wasn't like, you guys are dumb. This is stupid, blah, blah, blah. Like he gave them space. And so- Seeing Corey treat them that way is really terrible. Yeah. Um, timeout of the week and is a top contender for timeout of the season. Yeah. Maybe even the he year. Got, he got my timeout of the week as well. Um, and the crazy part is at the, the, the time, he had me in the first half. At the top of his speech, I was with him when he was like, you know, there are other people's names who've been said and there's other guys. So, so you don't want to say any other guys like so on and so forth. I was with, I was riding the train mm-hmm. with him. And then he took a sharp left. And I was like, come on, Corey, like what's going on? And then... When he stuck his tongue out, I cringed. Mm. When I say I cringed, like I've never cringed before, I cringed because what was that about? But then kind of it goes back to what you were saying. Like, okay, like you putting on right now. Because that was so unnecessary. It was mm-hmm. so unnecessary. And then the way he did it, it wasn't even like a, you know, you know how people stick out their tongue. It's like a smoothness to it. It was like mm-hmm. very forced and very like, and scene. It's so very juvenile. Like he, yeah. he goes into this childlike behavior and it's it's absolutely just it's just awful. It's worse than that red leather jacket thing of he's been wearing. It's really it's bad. Giving thriller. It, it, yeah, not in a good way. It's really bad. And it's it's so misguided and not cool. And if he really thought that that was going to make people save him, then dude, you just look like a dumbass. There it is. There we said it. You just look like an idiot because they had no, you threw these kind people under the bus and everybody else had no problem throwing you under the bus. And no, that's not going to make anyone trust you more. That's going to make you seem like a psychopath, which hopefully he next time will be on a season with 
Chauncey P. Jordan, because then when Chauncey in Deliberation has another one of those, who have I ever burned or offended <laughs> like moments, hopefully everybody will actually just reignite their experience with Corey and then Chauncey will be safe. So maybe he, like that can work out for Chauncey um, in the future. But just, it was just terrible. I thought I was going to be most mad about Callum and his lies about his girlfriend and Corey managed to. He said, hold my beer. Yeah, he sure did. He sure did. Sure, he said, hold my red leather jacket. Um, so those are the people that we liked in the people who got on our nerves for this week. Now we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back after this. Attention all challenge fans. There is a ton of great challenge merchandise at the Paramount shop. We're talking t-shirts, yoga mats, workout gear, and more. Whether it's an official challenge t-shirt for the gym or a hoodie to wear while you watch the latest season, shop everything the challenge at paramountshop.com and take 20% off with code CHALLENGE20. That's 20% off at checkout on all Challenge products with code CHALLENGE20 at ParamountShop.com. You know what, Devin? I'm glad I got an opportunity to just talk to you today because there was so much to unpack in this episode. I don't think I needed a third party. I just wanted to talk to you Same. (laughs) Same, girl, same. It's good to get it off your chest sometimes for sure. Yes. So where can the people find you on the socials? If you want to get it off your chest, then you can find me uh, on Instagram. You can actually go to my website, devinsimone.com. Devin with the Y, Simone with an I. Scroll to the bottom. You will see my socials. Uh, I'm most active on Instagram. Feel free to DM me. Twitter as well. You can go look up that thing I was talking about, about Emmanuel Tori, on my Twitter account. Uh, and TikTok, too, occasionally. And, uh, yeah, Day, where can they find you? You know what? For today, <laughs> you can find me on <laughs> Twitter at DayDavon underscore, Instagram, DavonDiane underscore, and TikTok at DayDiane underscore. You can find me in those places today. You can also find her in the club. Here we go. Uh, Bottle for bub. I got what you need. I don't know. We're having a moment. I told you, I still, I'm still... Of the Thanksgiving food is coma the is still here. Tis it is the season. Ah, oh, I love it, and I love that we're going to spend, be spending all season with you guys. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of MTV's official Challenge Podcast. Remember, if you like this episode, rate and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and tell a friend to tell a friend to tell another friend. Exactly. And you can catch new episodes of The Challenge Battle for a New Champion on MTV. And we'll see you back here right after for a brand new episode of MTV's official Challenge podcast. No girlfriends were told I love you on this episode. Attention all Challenge fans. There is a ton of great Challenge merchandise at the Paramount shop. We're talking t-shirts, yoga mats, workout gear, and more. Whether it's an official challenge t-shirt for the gym or a hoodie to wear while you watch the latest season, shop everything The Challenge at ParamountShop.com and take 20% off with code CHALLENGE20. That's 20% off at checkout on all Challenge products with code CHALLENGE20 at ParamountShop.com.